This is the Santa Trackers podcast from SantaTrackers.net. Hello everyone, Elf Crash Murphy here on the Santa Trackers Podcast, and we welcome you to an all-new episode. This time it's about Christmas in July at the North Pole. With me is my radio partner, Elf Frank Murr of North Pole Radio News. Frank, folks are used to hearing you host the podcast, but I do it this time to remind folks that, well, I'm a well-rounded elf and able to do things even without you. And we're proud of you, Crash. Thanks for giving me the lighter duty this time around. Frank, it's July now, and Christmas in July is something we talk about a lot in the first half of the year. And now that it's here, some tracker elves don't know what to do. So in this episode, we want to give them some ideas. Well, I'm anxious about what you have to say about that, Crash. I'm one of those elves who doesn't do much for Christmas in July, so I guess I can use the advice. Okay, Frank, we'll advise you, but first I want to touch on the history of Christmas in July at the North Pole a little bit. Did you catch that chat from SantaUpdate.com that Elf Dr. Grant Smedley did a week or two ago? No, I wasn't there, but I read the transcript, and what an interesting chat that was. Yeah, Dr. Smedley, as usual, gave more than the price of admission, Frank. There was a lot of history in that chat that a lot of people didn't know about, such as the ancient Claus family, who... Settled the North Pole because of all the caverns that they found here. Yeah, it would have been nice to have Dr. Smedley here for this episode, Crash, because there's a lot more I'd like to know about after hearing what he shared of that history. And we tried to get him, Frank, but Dr. Smedley's on break himself at the university, and this is the time of year he's tied up with a lot of public lectures. Ironically enough, all associated with the events of Christmas in July. Well, let's book them as soon as we can, Crash, for either this podcast or the other one we do over at SantaUpdate.com. I think there's more to the ancient history of the North Pole that we need to learn about. Oh, I agree, Frank. One of the things Dr. Smedley talked about in his history of Christmas in July is that it all started as an event to get elves out of doors and getting more natural sunlight, which can be hard in a place like the North Pole. Yeah, that was an interesting tidbit to me, too, and I was shocked to learn that this was all Mrs. Claus's idea and that she thought the time outside would help with the many illnesses of the time that people suffered from at the North Pole. Yes, that was an interesting bit of revelation, Frank. Mrs. Claus, I think, was a head of science there by a number of years. Well, as a health initiative, it was a brilliant idea, Crash, but do you think Christmas in July is celebrated these days with that in mind as well? Well, I don't know, Frank. I mean, we eat a lot of hot dogs and cotton candy and soda and fried foods galore during our Christmas in July at the North Pole. And what can be more healthy than that? That's just what I mean, Crash. Back then, it was about getting sun. Do we still look at Christmas in July as kind of a boost to our immune systems and the issues of good health? Yeah, we don't talk uh, about that a ton during Christmas in July anymore, Frank. I'll admit that. But there's still a lot that's healthy about it. So very much that we do is outside right now, and it's as physical as ever. We get a lot of activity in, Frank, you know, with the snowball fights, the Duncan booth, walking all over the place, the dances and the limbo contests. We have lots of races, of course. Christmas in July is a really busy time physically with all the work and play that we do. Well, I'll admit there are opportunities for that much more in July than other months at the North Pole. That's true, Crash, but honestly, as an elf... 
I'm not prone to participate in much of that. Yeah, you'd be really popular at the Duncan booth, Frank. We're kind of opposite in that way, Crash. You do participate in all this stuff, while I tend to just keep my head down and report the news during July. Well, that's your job, Frank, and July is a big news time at the North Pole. I mean, that Tracker Elf conference every year during Christmas and July has become huge. You actually have some new competition there this year. Yeah, other media is going to be there, Crash, and I guess given the worldwide nature of Tracker Elves out there, we have to expect that it's the biggest press conference of the year this year, Crash. Yeah, can you remember the days when Santa did interviews in October and then the big press conference the day after Christmas? I sure do, and those days are long past us. Well, I get why you're so focused on work during July, Frank, but you should at least think about joining the big fishing contest up at Lake Frosty that weekend of the 30th, Frank. Well, I don't know, Crash. There's a reason why they call that place Lake Frosty. It's really cold up there, even in July. Well, at 7,000 feet, it doesn't get warm, but that's pretty much the last weekend before things ice up 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 there. You know, I got to tell you, it's a heck of a time to catch fish. Santa's always there, and as you know, he's an expert angler. Is there anything that Santa can't do well? Well, he can never win the blackberry pie-eating contest, that's for sure. There's a blackberry pie-eating contest? Yeah, it's a really messy affair, Frank. But Santa lines himself up at the pie table Mrs. Claus puts up, and he just takes his sweet time of things. He eats several pieces, but he ends up in last place every year because he just won't rush it. The pie is that good, huh? Yeah, they really are. I usually try to sneak over there before those pies get destroyed in the contest, and Mrs. Claus always has one for me that I can take home to enjoy, and they are really, really good. That's a nice little detail about Christmas in July we haven't talked about before, Crash. I just might participate in that one. Well, there's a lot of details we don't talk about, and I think that's because the website guys like Max and Elf Herald and Ernest are bringing a lot of new stuff in July. I think all that news and new features and stuff actually means we don't talk about Christmas in July at the North Pole as much as we should, Frank. Well, that brings us back to the original question. How do tracker elves out there, especially the ones who are not at the North Pole, celebrate Christmas in July. How do they get in on all the fun? Well, I know it's a challenge, Frank. Uh, being a elf working alone is kind of tough. So I'd say that to work on that, uh, you know, don't be alone. Use Christmas in July as a reason to be on the elf wall at SantaTrackers.net and connecting with other elves out there. Also, given that the Tracker Press Conference is on July 11th this year, you can bet a big focus will be on new elves and getting them on board and training in July. Help an elf out. Use Christmas in July as a way to build the elf community. Some elves have privately told me, Crash, that they like recruiting other elves the least, meaning that's the one thing of their job as a tracker elf that they just don't like to do. Well, I understand that, Frank, so don't make that the only thing that you do. Focus on training the new guys that come on board. Well, what else can a remote working elf do to celebrate Christmas in July? A lot of our tracker elves are still in school, Frank, and the month of July is an off time for them. So for a tracker, it's a time to prepare. It's okay to get your tree up in July and to begin setting up the home tracking center. For those going back to school in August and September, there won't be time for that later, so Christmas in July is a good time to get ready. Are there activities that Elf Max or Roger or Ernest or someone is putting together for those elves who aren't at the North Pole? Yes, of course. There's an extra heavy chat schedule in July. It's a time when even Santa and Mrs. Claus will come on out and chat for a while. But there'll be other elves chatting, such as you and me. There will be more podcasts, some breaking news, and as you know, some new site features that come about. I also heard some rumors a while back about some July-only activities just for elves that will be posted this month that 
SantaTrackers.net. What about you, Crash? Will you be online much during uh, July? Well, I'm going to try for me. In fact, July's kind of a exhausting month. I've got my job to do just like everyone else, Frank, and it's a pile of work to do it while still being the social animal that I am. Will you be going to every weekend snowball fight in July? Well, it's the snowball season, Frank. I've worked all year for this. And how's your snowball supply holding up? Well, the big Leon Day battle really took a hit to it. I'll be heading up to Lake Crossy sometime this week to catch some trout and reload on the snowballs. Elf Artie's loaning me his freezer sleigh for that job. It's amazing the work you do, Crash. Well, it's all in the name of Christmas and getting in the mood for the months ahead. Frank, thanks for this discussion on Christmas in July at the North Pole. I hope it won't be all work for you this month and that I get a chance to smack you with the snowball or two before it's all over. Thanks, Crash, and we'll give that a shot. We remind you folks that with Leon Day, we turned a new page with news at the North Pole. If you do anything for Christmas in July, please tune into the websites more, checking for updates of what's going on and what's going to go on in the months ahead, and do it as frequently as you can. For North Pole Radio News, SantaTrackers.net, and my radio partner, Elf Crash Murphy, I'm Elf Frank Murr, thanking you for listening to the Santa Trackers Podcast. <laughs>